0: Get ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show.
1: Hello, welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I'm Fergus. I'm your host. I'm joined by Old Man Trev, uh, Mem, and Johnny from the North Bank. We're going to look back. Uh, it seems an awful long time ago. We'll briefly look back at the Chelsea game, um, doing the double over them this season. More importantly, we're going to look ahead to the penultimate game, our final away game against Crystal Palace, which kicks off at um, seven o'clock tonight. Boys, how are we keeping? Um, let's talk to Johnny first. You've literally got in from work, uh, literally got off your motorbike uh, along the A12 or wherever it was. Uh, and we've actually seen you strip naked and get into your, your football shirt. It's um, the Dinner's here,
2: you know, dinner's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do. Thankfully, I'm not working yeah, so they're... late or far away anymore. That's good. That's good. Um, uh, Mem,
1: how are you, mate? I'm... I know uh, we've caught you between jobs, literally, because uh, you've got yeah. a bit of work to do after before the before the game. I hey, do. Keep it,
3: mate. I'm okay, Ferg, Yeah, but, um, yeah, plugging away, bearing up. Yeah, much like the rest of you boys, just probably rolling with it. I suppose. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's hard to get up for it. You know, it's really really hard mm. to get up for it. Um, you know, uh, it's and, really well, very, up, very very
3: very hard from in a the
1: perspective.
0: perspective. No, it's from not. A pres- Wash your yeah, mouth yeah, out, man.
3: Wash no, no, out, no, 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 not at all. It's hard
1: work. <laughs> Trev, so you're you're bang up for this, yeah. <laughs>
0: course I am. I'm going to watch the Arsenal and I'm going to watch us win. And I like Palace Away because it brings back good memories of some good trips. So, uh, uh, Fergus, you were telling me earlier we, we had some pictures took in that bar last time we were at Palace Away, but I can't remember them being taken and I can't find them. So I'm thinking your uh, imagination, my friend, because I can't I, find I,
1: them. I... I, I did see a couple of uh, pictures of the outside of the bar and I did do some video. We were drunk as lords outside there trying to do a bit of video for Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Uh, so if you go through our Facebook page uh, for Palace Away, that would have been, was it October or February? Would have been, I think, October um, 2019. What was the result, boys? I can't, I can't recall the result. Was it a draw? Uh, I think it, it was a draw. It was
3: man. a draw. We drew, it was a
0: draw. Yeah. We drew and um, our family got sent off. Albamyan got sent off
2: hmm.
0: in okay. that game. It was okay. for, for attacking. From... It was one of the very first BAR.
1: It was one of the very first BAR times where a, a referee went to the side of the pitch and, and looked at the the monitor and sent him off because he was issued him a yellow and then he reversed it into into a, a red card. And I think I can't remember who scored. I think it might have been like I said. But hey. Uh, Say hello to Arnie, Melina, Steve, James and everybody else in the chat. Hope you're enjoying it. Um, listen, we'll look back at last week. We look at the uh, the game uh, against Chelsea. Um, Arsenal uh, have completed the double over Chelsea for the first time in 17 years to boost their hopes of playing in some sort of European football next season. Chelsea uh, have been impressive under Tuchel. Uh, but Jorginho's mistake with a blind pass back to Kappa... Uh, it was the eighth time that Chelsea have made a move in the opposition goal, leading to opposition goals, only to be surpassed by Liverpool. Um, look, the performance for long periods was disappointing, bar smith throws goal. Um, and after that, we struggled to really put anything forward, Johnny, and we spent most of it camped in, in our half. Did you watch the game? Because I know
2: some people just uh, didn't, because <laughs> it's difficult these days. No, I did, and I, I quite enjoyed the tactical switch around. To be honest with you, um, it, it's nice to actually see us try and grind the game out.
1: Yeah, and and that that's literally what we did do. We did grind, grind, uh, grind the the win out. I didn't see. Mem, did you see us actually bar the Smithrow goal, which he almost missed? Um, did you see us really make any? Threats are really, really attempt on goal, otherwise, man. Not really, mate. Um,
3: it was a funny, odd game. It was a funny, odd game because we, we were never in the ascendancy at any time. I don't think we had a period in the whole of the 90 minutes, but um, a win's a win. Uh, a win at Stamford Bridge is always very, very welcome. How sad is it it's that it's been such a long time that we've beaten them at their own place. We used to beat them for fun at one point. I remember we'd even give them a man start or a goal or two start and still beat them. But those are but a distant memory those days now. So it was just very welcome. It's nice. Listen, I said to you, week we've played better this season and, and come away with nothing from the game. So for people to get down about winning a game in such a manner.
1: Yeah, I think they we'll need to take help. three points anywhere we can. You know, yeah. Uh, we've Trev. played better and yeah. lost, so yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, that that is true. Trev uh Arsenal have won three consecutive Premier League matches without conceding uh for the first time since May twenty thirteen under Arsene Wenger. Hopefully we can continue that uh, form tonight. Um what did you make of the game overall?
0: Yeah, I hope so, Fergus. Listen, just before I move on to the game, mate, I've got a few things to say I'm, I'm interested to get these boys' view. I've just got to say Hello to Tim, because Not seen him for so long because of lockdown. I'm so pleased he's watching tonight. Miss your cousin. Love you. Ruth, I've got another picture off of Ruth this week, Fergus. Another fine piece of art. Sent it to me. Fantastic. On the wall already, Ruth. And then I've got to say, hello, Florence. Hello, Jamal. Love you. Now then, going back to Chelsea, Fergus. I thought, to sum that game up for me, we played like it was West Brom gone to Chelsea. And got lucky, took all load of pressure and come away with our only away win of the season. I thought that we took pressure on top of pressure on top of pressure. But having said that, we came away with a 1-0, which is typical of the Arsenal. I didn't think that we played very well at all. I thought it was one of our poorer performances. But as I say, we nicked it and we got away with it. Um, Smith Rowe impressed me greatly. was about the only one that stood out. I think, I think the boy Saka's about knackered, mate. I, I think he's played so much football and he's given so much to our great football club this season that I think he's about shattered. So, but apart from that, I did not think we played very well. I thought we nicked a 1-0, but it was Chelsea. And like Mem said, I don't care how we win at Chelsea. It's Chelsea and we won there. That'll do for me. So, overall, not a great performance, but glad to nick a win and... It just We have won these last few games now, Fergus. Mate, you're right, and it it excites me greatly. And it's just a shame that we lost at home to Everton because if we'd have beat Everton at home and had them three more points, we're, we're, we're off into Europe again next season, aren't we? So, ultimately, at the end of the day, a crap season, as everyone keeps saying. I don't think it's as crap as people make out. And probably one home loss to a team we should have beaten on the day is going to cost us European football, Fergus. So, yeah, that's my summing uh,
1: up, mate. You know, to be honest, I'm, 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 one second. I'm glad you mentioned the the young players because the last three victories that we played against Chelsea, we've had 321 score goals. So we've had Gabriella in January 2020, uh, Saka in December 2020, and then Smith Rowe uh, the other night. Mem, you're going to come in on, on, on something there. I, I'd actually take it further than what what Trev just said about one defeat. I, I put a comment
3: on the uh, group the other day. I was just looking at what what is a real miserable. Premier League table from a gunner's point of view Um, we've lost 13 games this season and if you look at some of the games that we've lost yeah, some of them we've deserved to come away with nothing but there was and has been matches where you could argue we could have come away with a win, we just, for next year we need to turn we need to turn at least four or five of those defeats into victories and you're challenging for the top four and looking upwards instead of all I've ever been doing all year long is just looking at Spurs and where they are and who's behind us. Because to finish outside the top ten, ah, oh, that, that'd be really that's that's
1: really poor, really dismal. Jo- Johnny, so that, that was the uh, are, only point we, I wanted to make. Johnny, are we um, better than tenth? Are we a better side than tenth? Is it just what's gone? And we'll get onto the Palace game after. that. What, what what do you think has gone wrong? Where do you think the blame lies? Why we are where we are?
2: I think it's um, it's a season of two halves, really. If you take the games right up to um, the end of December, or say Boxing Day when we last beat Chelsea, up to that point and then from that point till now, based on the form against everybody else in the league, we're third from Christmas. So getting the yep. um, undesirables and the uncooperatives the Toxic out during January and paying them off has as made a difference. But I think a lot of us are still stuck with that early season form and we're stuck with the the feeling of um, disappointment and thinking oh, it'll turn around and then it doesn't. It, it'll turn around and then it doesn't. But what we don't realise is that it has slowly turned and everybody's still stuck with the same negative attitude. And Trev, um, going into tonight's game... i we tell you what, Ferg...
0: Sorry, mate. Go on, go on.
1: No, so I just got into tonight's game. Oh, we haven't won s- there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this bloody delay of my focus. I'm oh, sorry, son. I'm sorry, son. It's you my got, fault completely. You everybody. Got, you got. You got. But Fergus. Fergus you got. is absolutely rubbish. and you know, I try and jump in, and and I just sometimes <laughs> I go over the top of him. So it's all Fergus's fault, people. <sighs> all Fergus's fault. But, but. Um, Johnny's made a cracking point there, right? And one that I never thought of. And it's absolutely a valid point in that since we had the clear out in January, our performance at the table shows that our performances have improved. Because since January, we are higher up the league than we were before January if you break it into two halves. So Johnny's exactly right, mate. And when you look at it from that perspective, it just confirms to me that we've got to give Arteta this summer, and, and give him up to Christmas to see if he can finish the job. Because Johnny's right. We did clear out the deadwood and it has made us look a better side. We're not far, far from the completed side, far from it, but we are a better side. And, um, I, and I, I agree. And, and, and I agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: We had a
0: period.
3: Sorry. We had a period in November after we beat Man United when I believe we went seven games without a win. We've been playing catch-up ever since, yeah? Mm -hmm. After the Spurs home win, we went seven games at home without registering win. Those two periods cost us any hope of finishing above Spurs, getting Europe or anything quite like that. I'm 100% behind what Johnny says. I think things have improved. It is a gradual process. It's been an absolutely topsy-turvy season. But bar for them, I I can't understand how you can go to Man United, beat Man U, and then not win... For seven matches there afterwards, um, that was that the, th- opponents, with, the, opponents, the mate,
1: opponents. We played, played. less
3: We we played. If you guys recollect, we played Leicester off the pitch and somehow contrived to lose the game. Went through a period when Aubameyang just couldn't score. I, I don't know whether there was oh. things going on in his private life. I'm not going to go into all of that. But those seven games well, in November and then the seven home wins without a win uh, this year um, ultimately has cost us.
2: Yeah. Well, if, you, honest, if uh, you look at I, those I, I seven know. games, sorry for if you look at those seven games that we lost, if we would have won two of them and drawn one, no. at seven points, I know you're right. How Jimmy. much? Where would we be with a seven more points? Look at the table; it'd be well, a completely I, I, different season. But it, it's a necessary it is, process uh, we're going through. Is it? Is
0: seven it the? Like, so, Johnny. Different... Oh, Johnny. Oh, lack I'm of glad passion. it weren't 10 points, son, because you'd have run out of fingers to count. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's no, a lack no, no, of passion. No,
1: no. Men, 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 men. Let me get the question in first. So, it, is it the lack of passion or is it, is it the lack of firepower in front of goal? For me, I think uh, Lacazette, although he hasn't played as many goals, has scored three more goals than he did last season. Pepe, uh, who I, I don't particularly rate as a player, um, has scored the same number of goals as he uh, scored last season and has kept us going in the European competitions as well. Uh, and the 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 blame lies at partly Eddie Nketiah, but he's not good enough. But our star man, our captain, uh, Abamyang, he scored twelve goals. He scored twenty-two goals in previous seasons. Now I'm not trying to get nagged out. The guys had problems and issues and so on, but there needs to be somebody there to back him up along the way and step up to the plate. Lacazette did slightly, and also we're not getting goals from the midfield. Joe Willock, who was playing on the on the fringes, is now at Newcastle banging in goals for for, for 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 you know for fun. You got um. Alan said uh, Maximum on Talk Sports, saying how wonderful a player he is. He's a good player. He scores goals, etc. So, yeah. Uh, go on, Mem. You were going to say. I don't know now. Yeah, no, I don't think it's a lack of passion. I just <laughs> think it, it's a lack
3: of quality. It comes down to a lack of quality. I don't think passion's got much to do with it in the modern game. It's just my opinion. Um, I don't see too many players getting passionate a, a, any longer I, I don't I don't see them getting stuck in in the way that the likes of me and Trevor are kind of like more used to in years gone by I, I just think it's a lack of quality and as you rightly said and as we've discussed we have zero threat from midfield guys zero yeah we have defenders that pop up with the occasional goal so if our forwards are not scoring for us we're in trouble hence why I think this season this I think midfield for us is absolutely vital this season We have no threat. We've got no one that carries a threat from midfield.
1: Well, I think I I think we need somebody to to open the door to 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 pair up against Party, who I don't think Party has uh, lit the world on fire. Uh, Shaka, I'm hoping we're going to see the back of him. But in credit to Shaka, he's been the most improved player that I've seen. Uh, I I still don't want him at the. uh, Sorry, what was that, Johnny? He's trying. He's been a professional.
0: What, what team have you been watching? Go on then. Teach me. Well, do you know what? I've just written down loads of stuff there. Just written down loads of stuff there. Firstly, when Leicester won at, the, uh, won at uh, Arsenal, was the mug job I've ever seen by a football team ever. Mm. Leicester came to our place and they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew exactly what they would doing. They knew we didn't carry a massive threat, so they soaked it up, soaked it up, soaked it up. Bang. On the break, hit the ball in the back of the net. It is our biggest problem this year, as we know, has been scoring goals. And and I was blaming the strikers, then I was blaming the midfield. But the fact of the matter is, regardless of what position, we haven't had a consistent goalkeeper, a goal scorer in our side. Now I can sort of excuse the youngsters because they're developing for their for their poor finishing, and we have seen we have seen Saka and Smith Rowe miss some chances that take your breath away, you think, how did they miss them? You can sort of make allowances to think, right, they're still teenagers or early 20s, we can we can make excuses for that. But the people we wanted to perform this year and score us goals have not scored us goals. They're not scored us goals at all. And thats that's been our problem. We know that, and that is where we need to focus in, in the summer mainly, I think. Uh, we need a midfielder, a playmaking midfielder, and then a goal scorer. I don't care if it's a midfielder that's going to score us 10 or 15 or it's a forward that's going to score us 20 or 25 i need to have it in my head that we've got someone there that can bang the ball in the net on a regular basis and if you look at our side this year we've got no one no one has done that no one has scored regularly and that has been our downfall you know we've lost we've lost these 13 games right but we're still only two wins off of being in Europe. I know I keep bang, banging on about it, but it's been a strange old season. We've got to take that into account, right? And and so so we we may be not as bad as people may think because I think everyone else apart from Manchester City, and even Manchester City at the start of the season were twelfth. Do you remember, boys? And everyone was saying hey, these so-called these so-called expert pundits were saying, "Oh, Pep's got to rebuild that side. They're twelfth. They're no good." How the hell? He just got to get him playing. And that's what he did. You know, and that, that's a really, that's a really good thing. example. of. went, go on, go on. The final, thing, Fergus, kidding, right, the final thing was, um, here we go again, mate. The final thing was, we talk about <laughs> players getting in the box, right? And, and getting tackles in, in the box. I actually heard a commentator say on the telly, I think it was Don Goodman. Think it was Don Goodman because Mem talks about the old days when we see more challenges and lots of tackles. He said on the bo- he said on the telly on live commentary the other night. If it wasn't Don Goodman, I apologise. But I think it was. The striker's in the box now, so the defender can't tackle him. I'll say that again. Right, the striker is in the box, so the so the defender can't tackle him. That sort of sums up the dire dire place our game is in at the moment. When they're scared to make a tackle because cheats are winning games. Cheats are winning games, you know, and uh, mm. so I needed to get in. Sorry, Fergus, while it was in no, 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 the other. No, that's
1: fine, but you mentioned about Man City getting down to twelfth and peps needs to go and they need to rebuild and everything else. But, but that just demonstrates a perfect example of how messed up this season has been, where teams uh, have all gone through hot and cold spots. You've got uh, Liverpool that have been, you know, um, champions and they're struggling to get into Europe again. Um, you've got teams like West Ham performing as well as they're doing. Leicester have been consistent over the last few years. I'd give them that. Uh, but they've been, they, they, they you know, they, they've been probably above their their station a little bit. But, you know, it, it's, it, it's just... It is interesting to see. Somebody made a good comment in here as well. Uh, It was Matt. Um, We should have uh, been lightening up the net with with Pepe, Lacan, and Yang. and we need an aerial threat uh, to knock in the headers. Uh, I just, tactically, I don't understand what we do in that situation. We seem to be using uh, the wing-backs and uh, uh, left and right-backs to put in so many crosses, except for Bellerin, of course, um, to put in so many crosses and He's our main striker in Abayang has scored three goals in his in his whole career. Johnny, thoughts on on who you is there? Somebody out in the marketplace who you think we should go and get for for
2: taking those headed crosses? It is a good point. Um, there's not many more strikers now. Uh, they're erring towards the technically gifted with the feet. So there's not as many out there that they will that will take a good header. Um. I can't think of one of the say top it, my head. Johnny. Don't say it Johnny. Mm-hmm. I'll be fuming <laughs> if you
0: say it Johnny. I'm not I'll be saying fuming that if name. if you say it Johnny. No, we're no, no. Not not
2: no, no. No, no, not doing it. I'm um, lost. Good, lad. good no, lad. I can't see anybody, right. I can't see anybody um, on the market now that I mean apart from the very very top you know, look, look, look at that, uh, Harland. Uh, but we can't, we can't attract Harland. We'd, Patrick we'd, Bamford.
3: Patrick Bamford There's a good name. shout.
2: He's a good. Is a name
3: for you. Quality centre forward. I've always thought it's a quality centre forward. You don't need to spell, spend millions to get quality in. My also,
0: Bamford would yep. in my Sunday team. I
2: think really? um, Edward from Celtic, probably a Thank good you. shout. Um, he's been with us quite a lot. And he's good with his head. But I can't really think of many others. That, I can. Uh, I can. I don't think he's
0: on our budget. Alisson, sign him up. <laughs> him nine, he heads the ball
3: better than any Arsenal forward. Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> right. Guys, City have won the league essentially playing without a centre forward. Yeah. And That's I know Pep nine, Guardiola's... Yeah. I know... Yeah, false nine. Yeah. I know Guardiola's really rated. Rightly so. But he's only ever managed at the very, very top end of it. And this guy, it's as though he's trying to reinvent football. It's as though they're trying to reinvent football up there, yeah? I don't think we need, right near right now, I don't think we need a different centre forward. I think we need better quality midfield players going both ways to, to help the defence and also aid the offence, yeah? And someone put a comment up about Willock Willick needing a chance. But, but hasn't he had his chance? And if they want him so much, I'd love that San- Maximan, is it? I wouldn't mind him in our team because he takes players on and he's direct and he goes for it. Willick's more of a guy that will come in late um, from midfield. But if they want him, I'd be up for a swap with that fella. I really would.
2: Yeah, I I, I I want us to keep Willick, to be honest. We haven't got another midfielder that can score goals like he can. He's the only player that played like him. Was Ramsey before him because he can get arrive in the box at the right time? He seems to read when he can mm. move on to the ball and score goals. And at the end of the day, he got into double digits in terms of scoring from the midfield. La- was it yeah, last year? I know a lot of them were in yeah, Europa and the league and the cup, but at the end of the day, he did score the goals and nobody else has in our current... Goals, I think it was. Yeah, it was. How many um, did he, he score last year? And that's what you. Oh Ramsey you talking about
3: or Willick? No, I'm talking yeah, about Willock.
2: Willock oh, okay. 15 goals.
3: He, never, he didn't
2: score 15 goals Neither. for us last year, did he? Neither. Last year, in all competitions, he, he was our highest scoring midfielder by a long stretch. Yeah.
3: I don't think he's <coughs> going to make it at Arsenal. Bit like Eddie. I can see what you see in him, Johnny. I can. But Dan made a comment this week about him finding his level, and we had a, there's a few jokes flying about finding your level and whatnot. but i just don't see i just don't see him making it at arsenal i don't
1: but if he if he, if he not to get it dog right. uh, Listen. stuck on one player but if he's doing well at if he's doing well at newcastle uh, why can't he do well uh, at at arsenal so you know the guy obviously can score a goal and play football trev and then we'll go on to the um the palace game because with the line-up should be up soon uh
0: look nelson Maitland-Niles, none of them are going to be quite good enough in my view. I know people might take exception to that, but none of them are going to be quite that top, top class that we need. They're good. They're good, but they're not Arsenal good. They're not the Arsenal good in my view. So if we keep them, they're they're not playing every week, not by a long way. I'll tell you what we needed this season. We needed something that we needed the, the buyer of the season for me. And i put it on our, on our WhatsApp group today. The buyer of the season for me, Manchester United signing Cavani was a master stroke in his thirties written off by people, but Man United needed what we've needed this season. And they went out and got Cavani. And wow, what a difference he's made to their football team. What a difference he's made to their football team just with his presence and and his ability to get to get the ball in the net at all costs, you know, we've lacked that this season. Yeah. And do you know what? I'm just looking at Richard, Richard, Richard Butler. You know, I don't always agree with Rich, although I like Rich. Is a nice man. We don't see eye to eye all the time on things. But Willock has scored one Premier League goal for us, and and that's not enough for the chances he's had. Even especially when you see how good he's been, at, how well he's playing at Newcastle. And I know he's been allowed to play with with greater space at Newcastle, and he's probably higher up the ladder at Newcastle, but I don't, don't, still don't think he's going to be quite good enough. We need to buy that midfielder. We've got we've, we've got like the, the, the players that play behind the four. We're, we're loused out with them. We've got Smith-Rowe. We've got Saka. We've got Martinelli, because I don't think Martinelli's going to make a nine through the middle, right? We've got them three players there. We've got Pepe, right? So, in my view... We need to, to, to find that goal scoring midfielder to go alongside Party. And we need to find someone that's going to take the place of Albany Yang if Albany Yang's not going to find his shooting boots again. Because we can say that Albany Yang scored loads of goals last season and he's and he's not been given the chances, maybe a change of tactics this season. But the fact of the matter is, Albany Yang's had all these family problems, which have probably been on his mind for a lot longer than we thought. He's, he's had this malaria, which sometimes is in your body for ages and you don't know it's there, but it can affect you. So we, we can't be sure about Aubameyang. So we've got to fight, sign another top-class forward and we've got to sign this goal-scoring midfielder who's going to give us double-fingers uh, goals.
1: Have we not top, uh, signed the top-class goal-scoring Balogun? You know, everyone is saying how wonderful he is. I have seen him kick about oh, two goals. Of course we haven't,
0: us. man. I'm gonna fall out with you on Sunday, Fergus. Me and you are gonna have it out in the street, outside the woodbine. I'm not the mean, one thing I want to know, about, that-
1: uh, one thing I want to, on Sunday, will I, will I have a delay when I'm talking to you? So will you come along, will I ask you a question and then there'll be like a five minute delay before you answer me?
0: <laughs> it'll seem strange, mate. Us being able to chat without having to wait five minutes for my internet to catch up. Well, it'll be funny, but you can't, mate. You see, you've just done something that we shouldn't do, right? I'm hoping that Balogun is going to become a great centre-forward, a marvellous forward and He's got lots of goals for us. But we can't put a lot of pressure on him, mate. We've just got to let him develop and see where it goes, yeah? Having uh, said that, I'd love to see him giving a run at the end of this season, but it don't look like that's going to happen. So, next season, maybe, who knows?
1: So we're going into the Palace game. Uh, we've got no real injury issue. Shaka is recovering from a groin strain. Bellerin, I don't think, is available. But overall, um, uh, Louise is out and that's him done with us now, I think. He won't be involved at the last game of the season, I would have thought. The reverse fixture last year was nil-nil. It's the third consecutive draw between the two sides, as I said earlier. We haven't beaten them since, uh, I think it was January 2018. Um, what are you expecting lineup wise uh, Johnny, I'll go to you first.
2: Uh, have you frozen? Have I uh, I'm expecting uh, nope. him to field the strongest team possible. To be honest, I don't think he's going to give um, the kids a chance. I think he he's been given the the um, the directives, let's say, to get into Europe if it's still mathematically possible. As much as we'd like to see uh, Sabios being binned off because he's not going to be here and all the other players that we don't want to see next season not play and give the Balogans, uh, the Aziz's chances, Martinelli's, etc. So, I think he's going to go pretty much with the same lineup we had against Chelsea.
1: Okay. Uh, Mem, what are you expecting?
3: Um, we've got... Yeah, listen, there's, there's not much
1: else to play for, so you've do, got to go for you, the win. Do you and... play Leno? Do you play... Do you play Leno who says he wants to yeah. go or does he want do to go? Does
3: he want to go as well? Or is that just rumours? I don't know. I'd play Leno because I think Leno is marginally better goalkeeper than him. Um I've not seen enough of Matt Ryan, to be fair. Um he looks solid, but yeah, I yeah I don't have a major problem with Leno, yeah. Um I think he's a good solid goalkeeper. Um we're not going to get into that discussion right now. But, yeah, you got, like Johnny says, he's got to go with a strong team and and and, and try and win the game. I personally, uh, I'd like to see um, <clears throat> a few of the younger kids given an opportunity. I, I really would. Uh, I, I think he should be using these couple of games just to blood them and give them a little bit of a taste of what the Premier League is like. I'd like to see Miguel Aziz given an opportunity and I'd like to see um, Balagun play as well. I
1: really would. But... Mm. I don't think it for that. I don't, I don't think Balogun uh, will. No, I, I, I think. Seen, I, seems I, to I think be- um, the, 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 trying to get into Europe is is going to be um, probably a key. Uh, but myself and Trevor disagree on the level of competition we want to be in. We can't get Champions League. That's clear. Um, that's Europa unusual. <laughs>
0: That's unusual fact for your for us to disagree when did that but, start but you, happening
1: i don't know its just, it must be it was be because the captain wasn't in the house um so uh it, it you, you seem to be happy that lineups are coming out at the minute um it, you seem happy with um uh with with going into uh the third tier of europe
0: wash your mouth out wash your mouth out. Well, Me? I'm not happy. You know I'm not happy about that, Fergus. You know I'm not happy no, about No, I'd, I'd, so- I'd sooner be out no. of it. I'd sooner be out of it altogether. I disagree. Yes. No, I disagree with you as well, man. Disagree with you
1: as well. So um, uh, we've got Anthony Taylor, who's referee in this game. The lineup is out now. We've got Leno. I've not finished Actually.
0: talking. Well, something to lay out. Go on, carry I'll, on. I'll just carry run through on, the lineup
1: Thomas. and then you can carry on talking. So you got Chambers at right back, holding Gabrielle and Tierney, Party and El Nenny, um, Saka, Smith rowe Pepe, and Bamiang. So Bamiang starts, I think it's the first game in a, in a while that he starts. And on the bench, you've got Ryan, Cedric, Mari, Shaka, Tobias, Odegaard, William, Lacazette, and Martinelli. Trevor, uh, finish your comment and what do you think of that lineup?
0: Oh, well, you see, Fergus, I'm sorry, mate, but I, I, I know I'll keep batting him when. When, when I'm not required because I can't get the bloody timings with this internet. Firstly, Arnie, if you use that four letter word on this forum again, mate, and put my name to it, you're in massive trouble Arnie, my friend. Do not use that four letter word in a comment on here. I'm not having it. Secondly, secondly, Europa, if we get in the Europa conference league, I'm all right. Cause I've already booked me hotel in Tirana for the final, right? So I'm already booked in Rana for the final of the Europa Conference League next year, and it will. It, it, boys, there's no denying the fact you know it, it does help our youngsters, and 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 I want to be in Europe, and I am selfish about it because I love these trips away, right? And lastly, Fergus, that lineup, I've got no problem with that lineup, mate. I think it's about as good as we can do, and t- at the moment, to be honest, I like. I, I don't. I don't I, I'd rather have El Nenny in there next to Party. I'd rather have El Nenny in there next to Party, and. If our front four players, we know they can play, then we win the game. But we saved that a lot of weeks this season, and we've come a cropper. So let's just hope it's one of them nights when they turn it on.
2: Hmm.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, Johnny, what are you making the lineup then? Is
2: it? Well, it's exactly what I, what I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah. It's as strong as he could field, um, and it's with the trusted, trusted people and. Uh, I'm disappointed to see people like William and Sabyas even on the bench when you could give the, the the spots to the younger players just to to come in. I mean, traditionally, you look back like, towards the end of the season, it was always a spot on the bench for one of the young kids towards the end of the season. But now, I don't know, give it giving spots to players that uh, we have no no business still wearing the shirt. It's disappointing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so what are we going prediction wise on, on this? Go on, go on, Mem. Go.
3: I think I think it's um is this the first time he's paired Gabriel with Holding together? I know they played as a three uh, against Chelsea, but I don't recall Holding playing with Gabby next to me. He likes to normally pairing with Mari, doesn't he? Mm. Um, he
0: does, yeah, I man. Like, you're
3: right, I like, yeah. I like I like I like Gabriel, in my opinion. Um he's our best centre half. Um he's committed, he wants to win the ball. Um, He really wants to win the ball. Sometimes he's a little bit overzealous. I like Mari as well, but yeah, I like Gabriel. Um, and and Holding's one of them players that is is good, but he's he's I think he's got levels to go up. Whether he does it with us or not, I don't know. I'm, I I agree with Johnny hundred percent. It's got to be a place for some of our youngsters on this bench. When when you look at the likes of yeah William and. Even even granite, you know. If he's fit enough, then play him. If he's not fit, get him on the bench and get his ease in there. But our manager just seems to be a little bit cagey at times, doesn't he? Let's face it. Whether that's just him, his character, or is it an element of he just doesn't trust the players? Hence why we have such a rigid system when we play. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But it's certainly going to be a really busy summer, which I'm looking forward to see. And I still think, I'm convinced it's all about midfield for us this year. I really do. Mm.
2: Yeah, I think think you're right. You make a good point about holding, having levels. But I've always been quite a big fan of holding. um, And he's been one of the more consistent and solid. He has made a few ricks, uh, but most of the team have. Um, It has been under the microscope a little bit more. But if you look at... Uh, the other alternatives. He hasn't given away as many goals as Louise, but then again, he hasn't made as many cutting 70 yard passes across field. Like Louise has. So you have to take, you cut your cloth accordingly. But I do feel that if Saliba can't uh, be better than holding has been this season, then we've made a mistake in um, buying him for 30 odd million. He should be able to walk into the team at the right center raft
3: yeah. yeah, we bought yeah. Saliba. Yeah. Leicester bought Fofano. He's been pulling up trees all year long, and our geezers over in France, for God's sake! Remember, remember again, what the old what prof said? Rubbish decisions. Remember what the, at the old prof
2: said? He said, "If you play a young defender, you're you, you're gonna you're gonna pay for it with points." Um And it is, it is always true. You know, the that if we would have played him, we might have lost a few points. But in hindsight it wouldn't have done us any harm at all. I and mean, how much worse could it have been to have bloodied Saliba? But hindsight is twenty-twenty. at the end of the day. Um, and he he really wanted to go back to France for personal reasons. And just because they messed it up in the summer, I think they only let him go in, in January just to, you know, to placate him at the end of the day. I, I think he's had rave reviews over in France. If he doesn't come in and partner Gabriel straight away, I think we've made a massive mistake.
1: I agree with you. I do. So, what are we doing then on um, predictions for this game? Uh, Trev, you go first with your uh, prediction.
0: You know, I'm just listening to these boys here, Fergus, right now. I'm thinking, what a complete and utter load of crap they're talking. No, not not really, boys. Not really. I'm kidding, boys. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You see, but the thing is, right? As my my our friend Joe Tester said the other day, she was talking. I can't remember whether she put it on on social media or whether I was just talking to her. We've got a habit at Arsenal of paying thirty odd million for a player and absolutely finishing them, or them turning out to be no good. It's been a pattern at the Arsenal for the last few years or so. And it worries me greatly that we seem to turn them buy them as as really promising players and, and turn them into nothing. So I'm hoping that's ended. Um the one thing about the lot before I go to my prediction, Fergus, the one thing that worries me about that lineup is what we all spoke about at the start of the show, right? That lineup looks good on paper. It looks good enough to, to win us this game of football tonight. But tell me where if, if we're gonna have three, if we're gonna score three goals, where are they coming from? Where are they coming from in that lineup? Where's the three goals coming from? You know, albamian hasn't Smith scored Rowe. consistently all season. Pepe Pepe scores a blinder once in a blue moon. Smithrow can score a goal, but he's, he's not cons- Hopefully he'll become consistent. Saka can score a goal and hopefully he'll become consistent. And then you get down to El Nenny. Yeah, El Nenny scored by the other week. Party. We Ain't got a goal scorer there, you know. So, I, I, I'm gonna say we're gonna win this game football 3 0 tonight, Fergus. But I don't know where them three goals are coming from, son. I ain't got a scooby where them three goals are coming from. Uh, tr- um,
1: Mem, your uh
3: score option, um, a narrow win, low scoring, low scoring game, I believe, tonight. Pal- Pal- Palace, Palace have found a bit of form again, haven't they? Um, I hope I'm wrong, but I see it as a low-scoring game. Um,
2: Johnny? I, I think we'll win 3-2. I think it's going to be a cracker because it's um uh the old man's send-off, isn't it? Hodgson's uh, last home match before mm. he walks off into the sunset. So, I think they'll play he up for his last- him. Um, and I think we'll... That's be, gonna, yeah, that's it's
1: his be last beach, home uh, match. So, and it, and it's remember, Crystal Palace have it, got jolly. fans in the ground. Exactly. I was just about to say that. Uh, and, you know, they are one of the noisier sets of fans. I know they've only got, what, 3,500. But that 3,500 uh, will make a racket and a half. And it, it will be great for us just from a distance watching it because football will sound normal again. Um, it's uh, i watched... Bits of the FA Cup final match of the day, and just to see the Leicester fans screaming at the camera uh, when they scored, it, even the Chelsea fans, oh, yeah. haha. Um, it, it, but it it didn't have to make for a proper. Um, in that video. video. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's um there's like you know as much as they've faked it very well on on BBC on uh, BT and um and Sky, there's nothing uh, that can be replace uh, real people. Um, a couple of other things as well. You, you said as Hodgson's last um, home game. We covered that and the home fans in attendance. Um, this will be our last preview uh, podcast because hopefully the world gets back to normal and uh, we will be in a pub somewhere by this stage uh, watching football um, and, and, and games. <laughs> um, th- three, Johnny, three out of four Johnny, of us.
0: Johnny, what are you giving me on this Irishman buying us a beer, mate? I reckon it's zero chance, pal. Zero Which chance. Irishman?
2: <laughs>
0: Him right, up listen, here. I swear, Him I, up I, the other I, way. I, 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 here.
1: Hello there. <laughs> the, 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 that way. That the, way. The, the thing is, I've booked the table in the pub, so I've done my bit. It's up to you to supply the a- alcohol. <laughs> so, you know. You didn't have you didn't have the foresight to uh, uh, get a table sorted, um, but yeah, myself, Johnny, and Trev uh, Gladly are have got tickets. Mem didn't go in the ballot. Lots of uh, business and stuff to do, so he couldn't get the time off anyway. So uh, I'm really looking forward to meeting up with people. Uh, I couldn't really give a monkey's about tonight's game. Uh, I really don't care about the game at the end of the season. It's more about meeting what up the lads. Honestly, Trev, it's just dead, you know. Wash your
0: mouth out, Fergus. (laughs) Listen, I I smiled tonight, and and you should be smiling, Fergus, because the last game we had at Crystal Palace away was one of the best away trips we've had in a long time, mate. We got shacked up in that little Polish bar before and after the game, didn't we, which was brilliant. They looked after us in their tiny little place. You could only fit about 10 people in there. And we were in there for about two hours before and two hours after the game. Then people, I had to carry Fergus back to London Bridge Station. him <laughs> because he was incapable of walking, right? <laughs> we had a few more at London Bridge Station. And then just when I thought I was going home, I bumped into that bloke, bloody Dave Phillips, who's a lovely friend of mine, and ended up having a few more. And after that, I can't tell you what I did. I wouldn't have a clue what I did.
1: Not, well, not, I, not I, a tiny I, I
0: think... idea what I have.
1: I think your memories uh, of was already failing beforehand because I had one pint in London Bridge, and then I, uh, th- then I made my way, and you stayed for another six or seven. I spoke to you the next day, and you felt like you said like you felt like you've been ran over by a steamroller. Would be a big steamroller, I might add, but yes, um, yeah. Yeah, so, listen, one last thing. Yeah. One last thing that we have to mention before we go, um, Dennis Bergkamp—he's been added to the Premier League Hall of Fame um trev uh, you you going to have a bit, uh, couple good. of words on this
0: yeah oh mate uh, dennis Bergkamp in all of fame well deserved i'm surprised he wasn't one of the first in there actually although you can't argue with with shearer and Henri, dennis Bergkamp was 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 one of the most special entertainers i've ever seen on a football field at ivory and, and if you remember rightly his testimonial was the very first game they played at the Emirates. It was the, it was his testimonial, the first game at the Emirates. But you know, I can think, Fergus boys, I can think of <clears throat> loads of players that I that that run off the top of me that have had an impact at the Arsenal in different ways. But I can't split them. I love them all equally, you know. Um, McClintock was for me early, and Vieira, and Adams, and Wright, and Omri, and Burkham, and and David Seaman as well for me. They've all had massive impact on our club, um, in different. It, oh, they've all it, from different angles: defenders, strikers, goalkeepers. But I couldn't split them. If you said to me, "Who's the most important player to play for Arsenal?" I couldn't split any of them because they're all angels, perfect in my eyes. But if you said to me, "Who's the prettiest, most skillful, most entertaining, most easy on the eye player to watch at Arsenal you've ever seen?" I'd go straight to Bergkamp, mate. He was that special. He was that good. We all watch it back. I watch it back almost daily. I watch Bergkamp's goals, you know, because he, he, he was just the prettiest footballer I've ever seen at Arsenal. And, um, you know, don't forget, he was the, he was there at the very start. He was signed by Rioch. And uh, what he did at Arsenal was amazing. Yeah, amazing. So, brilliant that he's in. Brilliant that he's in that Hall of Fame and very well deserved, Fergus.
1: Uh, Johnny, I know your battery's about to die, and we are going to go. Did you want to say anything on Dennis Bergkamp?
2: Ah, uh, D- Dennis Bergkamp. Was, him and Ian Wright basically made me fall in love with the the, the team in of itself, rather than just being a hand me down from my from my um, stepdad. who got me into Arsenal, so I've never seen anybody play the game like that before or since and um, at the end of the day he's probably one of the greatest players to have ever played the game and we were privileged enough to have him in our league and we were even further more privileged to have him wear our shirt and um, I think anybody who watched him live and I was lucky enough to see him once at Highbury when I was a kid um can count themselves very lucky and you don't really realise how lucky you are until you looking back and you're realising how truly blessed we were um to to have had him as one of our players and he was always a team player, you know? He made everybody to he could have he could have scored probably another hundred goals, but he made <clears throat> more people goals and chances than he made for himself. It just astonishing talent. Astonishing.
1: Uh, mem, finally, do you want to answer yeah. Trul's question? Uh, yeah. Bra- um, Brady or Burkamp? Ah, uh,
3: um, everything that the lad said, yeah. Um, privileged, uh, absolute honour that he graced our football club. The man was an artist, yeah. Like Johnny rightly said, never have I seen anyone quite like him before nor after. Um we only really knew how good he was once he finished and then, and, you know, and, and left us. But pure fantasy football. That's what the man played. Fantasy football, yeah? Uh, he was streets and miles ahead of everybody else. Burkham, Paul, Brady, just purely because of my age, Ferg. Yeah? Because I genuinely believe Liam Brady could, you could put him up against anybody in today's game. He was so damn good, yeah? And he played in an era when players, used to tackle and hurt you when they try to tackle you. So as crazy and as mad as this may sound on a personal level, for me, it's is
0: my favorite player of all time. So it's got to be Brady. Um, I'll get Fergus. Fred. I've got to come back on that son. Fergus. I've got to come back on that. Yeah. Cause, cause Mem's right. Right. And and when I saw that, that question come up from trolls, I, I thought, Oh, I hope you don't ask me that because I can't split them. But Brady, what, what Mem says about Brady is, is is very important part of the history of our football club. And we spoke about it the other night, Fergus, we, the, the 1979 final when we were cruising to a 2-0 win against Man United, right? And it, I think it was in... I can't remember. It was the 87th and 88th or 89th minute. Man United scored two goals to make it 2 all, yeah? And then we scored a winner straight after. And I never saw it because I had my head in my hands. But obviously, I've watched it back a million times. They all say about Sunderland scoring a goal. Brilliant. They all say about Rick's cross for Sunderland. Brilliant as well. But what people tend to forget is that we've been winning the game, all game, right? And then, and then we let them two goals in. So we should be on the downer. Our players should be on their asses, really, shouldn't they, on the downer. But, but Liam Brady, the young man that he is, picks the ball up in his own half and runs 30, 40 yards with the ball stuck to his foot in that 79 final right in the last minute of the game where he finds the energy. I don't know. Wembley. Players used to be knackered at Wembley after like 60 minutes. Yet we're in the ninety ninety first 91st minute here and Brady's running. And then he slips the ball out to Ricks who crosses it to Sunderland and the rest is history. But a lot of people forget Brady, the part Brady played in that, winning that cup final in 79. And I'm, as I say, I couldn't split Brady and uh, can't either. I was fortunate enough, like Mem says, to see them both. And, uh, yeah, it, it's making the airs on the back of my neck what's left of them stand on end just thinking about it. Man. Same here, mate. Same here, mate. You're right, Trev. He,
3: he was yeah, diff, different class. And in today's yeah, game, cool. oh, in today's game where he would be allowed to play, oh, oh, my days.
0: Yeah, Boys, exactly. Um, yeah, agree.
3: My.
1: My prediction I didn't give was a, a, a 3-1 victory to Arsenal uh, today. So, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. I really enjoyed that question at the end, actually, uh, Trolls, Thanks very much for that. Um, uh, if you like what we do, you know where we are on Facebook. Ferg, are. Wait a, minute, wait a minute. Berg, wait a minute.
0: Ferg, wait a minute. One thing before we go. Ferg, one thing before <sighs> we go. Guy. Right, listen. Honestly, Mem, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know like you can't make it, son. But, go on. But listen. Johnny, <laughs> Fergus, guess what? Guess what? I'll see you at the football on Sunday, lads. Man hugs incoming, boys. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'll I'll have an NBC suit on just in case. You can't be too careful these days. So, Uh, Yeah, so we'll... um, Yeah, as I was saying, if you like what we do, jump onto Facebook, follow us on Facebook. If you like what we do here on... um, on uh on youtube just hit the like button uh, you know it just helps us and subscribe and then you'll get notifications when we're coming on uh, johnny thanks very much i hope we've just made your laptop battery um so thanks
2: very much for joining us i'll see you sunday 1%. mate well, 1%. 1%. I'm, so ex- I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for sunday as soon as i heard, I, I got how the, did you, how did you manage inbox. to get tickets
0: how did you yeah. manage? well <laughs>
2: fergus you managed to tap up the man i asked you to tap up thankfully <laughs> um, and I've got a pair of tickets, and it seems that we can't find someone to take the other ticket. So, oh, Johnny, you um, shouldn't
0: have said that, son.
2: Well, no, I'm
0: getting swamped.
2: Well, <laughs> gonna if, pray. If, um, if Trev's son can't make it, whoever makes the biggest donation to uh Kidney Care UK will we'll get the ticket. So, you've got my Addy there. On Twitter, in DM me, prove that you made a donation to Kidney Care UK, and uh, whoever makes the biggest donation will get the ticket. Yeah,
0: please 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 do, boys. Please do, Fergus. It's a great call, son. It's a great call because after Sunday's first session, we're all going to need. We're all going to need Kidney Care UK.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You will need need, liver care. UK. I'm in preparation. I'm on I'm on zero percent bloody uh, alcohol just in preparation It cleanse out my system so I'm I'm good for Sunday yeah but a great um a great idea noble thing for you to do Johnny it's an upper tier ticket um oh you know what I've just had an email literally you're not going to believe this I've just literally had an email ping into my inbox is it you Trev because it came from this fella. <laughs> Oh, mate, what are you like? Oh, Honestly, it literally pinged in. It literally pinged in. Finger looking good. Right, you know um, we are going to go. I've
0: got a sheet. So boring now. I'm going to talk over him. I'm going through this now. Just because he's done me any. Come on, you, you gunner. You're listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons, and remember to
1: rate and review us too.